Yeah, I knew that was going to come back to talk to me. Uh, <coughs> uh, they'll put these scriptures up on the uh, on the screen for us, and uh, you can follow along or not. It, it's uh, you, you can just look at them on the screen. But you notice that uh, in the production they mentioned from Isaiah, uh, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the scripture says that God so loved the world that he did what? He gave his only begotten son. Uh, 2 Corinthians 9 and uh, 15, 2 Corinthians 9 15 says, Thanks be to God, the King James says, for his unspeakable gift. Other translations say it like this, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. One says, uh, his gift that's too wonderful for words, too wonderful to describe. The Amplified says, thanks be to God for his gift, precious beyond telling, his indescribable, inexpressible, free gift. It's talking about Jesus. Said out loud, indescribable, indescribable. Inexpressible, inexpressible, free gift. Free. Hallelujah. Now, um, the Spirit of God through Paul gets into detail about what was given to us when Christ was given. And in Romans, if uh, they put this on the screen, Romans 5 Let's just read a few of these verses to remind us of what was given to us. Romans 5.12, Romans 5.12, if we can put that up. It says, as by one man sin entered into the world, death by sin. That's talking about Adam and Eve. So death, death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. It's not just their sin that has brought death upon us. It's our own sin. All, every human being has sinned. Since coming into the world. And becoming old enough to know right and wrong. Have made wrong choices. Verse 13. Until the law sin was in the world. But sin's not imputed where there's no law. Let's just keep reading for the next couple of verses. Death reigned from Adam to Moses. Even over those that did not sin. After the similitude of Adam's transgression. Who was a figure of him that was to come. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. Now this is uh, King James, and this passage in particular is not the easiest to read. The construction's backwards to the way we talk. What he's saying is the free gift is not like the offense. But I want you to notice how many times he mentions gift in this passage. Free gift. Somebody say free gift. Free gift. If through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift, everybody say gift, the gift by grace which is by one man Jesus Christ has abounded to many. Not as it was by one that was sinned, so is the gift. And again, the the construction is backwards to the way we talk. The gift that, that God gave us in Christ is much greater than the failure in offense that happened in Adam. 
For the judgment was by one, Adam, to condemnation, but the free gift, everybody say free gift. Free gift. The free gift is of many offenses under justification. The previous chapter, the uh, chapter 4 in the end of the chapter, verse 25 I think it is, it said he was uh, offered up because of our offenses and he was raised for our justification. He keeps talking about the free gift. Uh, verse 17, for if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Everybody say the gift. The gift. The gift. Here he says the gift of righteousness is what he gave us when he gave us Christ. Verse 18. Uh, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men under justification of life. He says gift, gift, free gift some seven, eight times through this passage. Do you reckon that's something the Holy Spirit is emphasizing? Somebody say gift, 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 free gift, free gift. Uh, and in Romans 6, 23, the, the next chapter, it says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. He mentions two different words, the wages of sin. In other words, that's what sin pays. The, the earnings of sin is death. But righteousness is not an earning. It's a gift. Hallelujah. Say it again. Thanks be unto God. For his indescribable. Inexpressible. Free gift. Hallelujah. What did God give us. In the giving of the, the Christ child. In the giving of the man Christ. In the giving of his life and blood. On the cross. And then being raised from the dead. What? The Lord didn't do any of that for himself. He didn't need redemption. He, there was no judgment due him. No punishment due him. Everything he did. The scourging. The mocking. The, the, the slapping. The hitting. The crown of thorns. The uh, uh, being nailed to the cross. Uh, three days and nights in the heart of the earth. He did all of that. Every bit of it. For you. And for me. And so everything he gained by that. He gained for you. And for me. Now. Um, in uh, Matthew 18. Matthew 18. Notice this in verse 21. Um, the gift, you can't overemphasize the gift basis of it. And that's why there's so much said. Uh, if the Bible says something one time, it's important forever. Yeah. Right? If he keeps saying it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, in the same few verses, what should you be thinking? You should be thinking, I should be thinking about this. Is that right? What? 
What, what is all this emphasis on what? What was the word? Gift. Gift, gift, free gift. What is included in the gift of the master, the gift of the Christ, is the gift of forgiveness. The gift of forgiveness, the gift of cleansing, the gift of washing. He mentioned the gift of righteousness, the gift of holiness, the gift of acceptance. Somebody say gift. Gift. You cannot buy a gift. You cannot purchase a gift. You cannot earn a gift or deserve a gift or it ceases to be a gift. Right? And all of God's salvation is only available on a gift basis. Only. Nobody can ever receive it any other way than just as a free gift. And because of that, many have stumbled over it and failed to do it because it requires humility to receive a gift you can't pay for, that you don't deserve. Hmm? It requires a, a humbling of oneself. Uh, in Matthew 18, 21, Peter came to Jesus and he said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? He thought that'd be a lot. Jesus said to him, I say not to you until seven times, but until 70 times seven. That's a lot. Right? Uh, that he that he should do what? Forgive. What is forgiving? It's two words. For and what? Forgiving is giving. So, say it out loud. I started to say class. I've been in faith school. <laughs> Say it out loud, church, please. <laughs> Give it, forgiving, forgiving is giving. Is giving. Say it again. Forgiving, forgiving is giving. Is giving. Gi- giving what? Forgiving is giving what? And why is the word for in front of it? Uh, he, ke- he kept going by saying... Um, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servants. When he began to reckon, one was brought to him which owed him 10,000 talents. Now, why does he start talking about debts? Because he was talking about forgiveness. Hmm? One that had owed him 10,000 talents. Now, talents were anywhere from a 30, 40 pound weight of precious metal all the way up to a 75 or or bigger piece. So this is an astronomical amount for an average person. 10,000 talents? It'd be by today's standard many millions, you know. And uh, uh, 
For as much as the, the man didn't have anything to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold. His wife, his children, all that he had, and payment to be made. Because he couldn't pay it. He could never pay it. And the servant fell down and worshipped him and said, Lord, have patience with me and I'll pay you all. Pay you all. I will pay all. Uh, It's questionable whether this man could have paid this off in a lifetime. But he's saying, I will. I will work the rest of my life and somehow I will pay, pay this back to you. And the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion. Come on, are y'all awake? Moved with compassion and what? Loosed him and forgave. What? Did he give him something? I said, did he give him something? He gave him. 10,000 talents. Is that right? That he no longer has to pay. He gave him release from prison because of his being going bad on the debt. He gave him, he, his wife, his children's freedom and liberty. Not after he had paid for it, but four. Four. Is anybody listening or not? Don't you mean before? No, I said four. Four gave. He gave it to him before he did anything to pay it off, to earn it. Forgiving is giving. It's giving before. Oh, somebody say praise God. The Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him. That's another word. If you look up the original words for forgive, it means to loose. To let it go. Hallelujah. Now, God being the righteous God that he is and the righteous judge of all the earth, he cannot bless rebellion and disobedience and sin. It wouldn't be right. He can't do it. And yet he wanted to bless us. So somebody had to pay. The wages, the pay, what sin earns is death. There was a debt. A sin debt, a big one, owed. And if it was paid, then you could be free. Hallelujah. If it was paid, you could come into the presence of God. You could be in the family of God. You could enjoy blessing once it was paid, after it was paid, after it was paid. Problem was, we couldn't pay it. Too big. Too hard. Too much. So because of what Jesus has done, God has before gave. 
before gave. For gave us. So that we get all of the benefits of it being paid before we had to pay any of it. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Say it out loud. He forgave me. Hallelujah. He has forgiven me. And in doing so, he gave us the gift of righteousness, the gift of cleansing, the gift of access, the gift of eternal life. Oh, praise God. Praise God. We ought to praise him forever. We ought to give thanks forever. Hallelujah. Now the thing about a gift, no matter how big it is, no matter how great it is, no matter how freely it's given, how completely it's paid for, and with what good heart and good intentions it was given to you, you will not enjoy it unless and until you receive it. Huh? You could be given the biggest gifts, the greatest gifts, and if you, unless you receive them, there'll be no enjoyment, no experience, no benefit of a gift given that is not received. And that's the biggest problem in the earth today, is that the gift of Jesus has been given. The gift of forgiveness, cleansing, washing, righteousness, it's been given. But many millions still have not received. And many are hard-hearted and headed and stubborn and won't receive. Will not. First of all, you got to know it's given. Right? That's when we got to keep proclaiming the good news. Huh? People got to know. But that's not the end of it. You got to humble yourself and be willing to receive it. Right? But then thirdly, you got to just go ahead and receive it. Huh? Lay hold of it. Take it. You know, the scripture said, Jesus said, allow the little children to come to me and don't forbid them. For of such is the kingdom of God, Luke 18, 17. Verily I say to you, whoever will not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he will in no wise enter in. He said, not only do you have to receive it, you got to receive it like a little child. Now, you saw these little ones up here. Huh? Especially like these little sheep you saw going by. And there's a reason they were tied together. (laughs) But you take little ones like that before they... Learn goofy, false humility, twisted religious ideas. Before they learn any of that stuff, they have no problem receiving. Huh? I mean, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, whenever you give gifts, 
I mean, there are gifts under the tree and they're around, they will receive. They will receive everybody's gift. They don't care if it's yours or not. What you will not see, what you will never see, a little one do, is go back off in the corner and go, oh no, I just, that's too much. I just, I can't. See, you have to grow up and become stupid <laughs> to, to think like that and act like that. <laughs> you will never see a little one like that back up and, 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 and hide their face and go, I'm, I'm so unworthy. I'm so unworthy. I just can't. I just can't. No, in the time it took me to describe that, they have ripped the paper off. They are inside the box. Is that right? Why? Because they know how to receive. They know how to lay hold. If you tell them, it's yours. It's been given to you. I mean, they were halfway there by the, by the last sentence. Why am I saying that? Because Jesus, the head of the church, says you've got to become that way. If you want to enter into the things of the kingdom of God. You've you got to get rid of all this false humility and of all this shame and condemnation and all this junk and become like a little child. And if the Father says, I've given it to you, then you are ripping the paper off. As he speaks, you are ripping the paper off going, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Huh? And you receive forgiveness. You receive cleansing. You receive washing. And you might as well go ahead and receive the Holy Spirit and receive healing and receive your bills paid and receive your peace and your joy and your freedom and liberty. Somebody say, I'm a receiver. Like a little child. Stand on your feet, everybody. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 Praise God. Close your eyes. Focus on the Lord your God. We don't know.